You're listening to The Big Show. They score! With Russick and Rose. He rips the puck off the bar and in. His second goal of the game makes it 5-0 Flames. On the official home of your Calgary Flames. Robbed by Markstrom. What a save. It's loose. And Markstrom makes another miraculous stop. This is Sportsnet 960 The Fan. Hey, it's Friday. It's the big show, Russ and Rose. Sportsnet 960, the fan. Live from DeGlacy's Basement Systems. Downtown studio. What a turd sandwich last night was. Just a big, giant turd sandwich. Ah! Yeah. Big, juicy one. Flames lost ugh, to the Jackets 5-2 last night. Bugly game. Hey, at least Oliver Shillington played. That was fun. It's a nice warming story. But uh, this homestand's been a disaster. Mm-hmm. Uh, guys keep getting hurt. And uh, playoffs don't look like it's going to happen now. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I guess if you wanted to go that far i don't know like uh these last two losses like, okay ugh. has it really changed that much over the last four games before it's yeah not that different after the dad's trip they had a lot of momentum yeah they did but at the same time they were still what four or five points out of a playoff spot In they the were mix. hanging around they're six points out right now there's still 30 games to go this is a team that we've seen they go on runs they go down they go up and here's the my here's my general point here I don't have a lot of faith in whoever's going to get that eighth spot. I think that whoever stumbles into that eighth spot could be 10 points behind whoever gets that first wild card spot. So I'm not saying goodbye to the playoffs just yet, but yeah, you can't be losing games like that and expect this team to get into the playoffs. Yeah. My point on this team getting into the playoffs this year is more based on the fact that the strength of the field is not that good. And you need two good weeks to get in and grab that eighth spot. Also, you just... Again, it, I'm not talking about the Flames will be the Kings when they were the eighth seed and then just buzzsawed their way through a, a championship. No, and I don't talk about them as a championship no, team either. He, here's the example I'm going to give you. When uh, the Columbus Blue Jackets are supposed to lose in three games to the Lightning, when the Lightning set all those records and the President's Cup champions, mm-hmm. and then they got swept. Yeah. Like, anything can happen in the NHL playoffs. Sure. But, like... I guess. I well, wouldn't see it happening. No, of course. It's very unlikely. This team is... Destined for a draft pick between 10 and 20. <laughs> Has that happened before here in Calgary? Yeah. <laughs> like, I know I'm only been here no, a year and a so. bit. Has that ever happened in Calgary? No, I'm only here a year and a bit. Pick top five here. No. That game last night, boy. It was a tough watch. It was a tough watch. Well, First period was good. The opening goal. Yeah. You, know, you can use the refs as free free play now just use yeah. them just, just to bank s- stuff off smash of. it right off the ref why not i did like that steve kazari <laughs> went and apologized to markstrom and they had a laugh about it and a smile well, i it hope happens. so I it still... happened early enough in the game it'd be pretty awkward if you just don't acknowledge yeah, it for I, the rest of the 55 right. game minutes or whatever it yeah. is um 
And I think Markstrom was like, okay, that's kind of funny now. But as the game went on, he yep. was like, guys, you're killing me here. Like, now, which, he really wasn't happy with that delay on the two seconds that you needed to add to the power play. Yeah. And the, the Jackets the scored score immediately right after, after that. <laughs> How long did that delay take just to fix the clock? For two seconds. Like, what are we doing? Did we have, like, like two high school kids running the clock last night? You know when you go to, like, a game... Yeah, I've seen oh, this no, so no, many I know times. what you mean when they're having students like, running like the clock. G- GVP's laughing because I've seen this so many times in my nephew's games. Mm. He's like, is it that hard? And then they, they are like, the and then they can't yelling, even... clock, clock. Yeah, clock's yeah. running, running. <laughs> or like they can't yeah. figure it out, so they just put an extra two minutes below the penalty. Yeah. And you're like, I guess yeah. it's that one. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. it happened in high school football all the right? time. Right? How many all times time. that happened at an arena where the kids just can't figure it out and the ref's trying to do it? That's what it felt like last night. Oh. Yeah. I'm like, do they have two high school kids making twenty bucks? GVP working just, the clock last night. Is that what a, happened? A core memory for sure. The, yep. Yeah. Clock. Yep. Clock. Yeah. yeah. And like, and the guys in the box are always just so out to watch. And they're like, oh, what, what? oh, the clock's running. Oh, nothing yeah. worse. You're down by one. You feel like you've been the better team all game, and you look up at the clock to see how much time is left, and it's running. Ah, no, yeah. no. It was yeah. the worst in football because you knew they weren't going to put that back on. Never were they putting it no. back or, on. Or like when they or or like when high school kids they want to play music in between and like the music's still playing like yep. ten oh, seconds yeah. into the play. <laughs> Stop. Like how often does that happen? There's a lot going that on back there. Night. There's a lot going on. Yeah, might as well like just have two high school Old kids building, you know, two like ninth <laughs> graders Clock's working the clock slow. at the dome last night. It was bring your kid to work night last okay, night with the clock, I guess. It was. Uh-oh. Like that took way too long. Way too long. Well, then, For the, it's the NHL. It was like four I think minutes. We had another, I think we had another commentator jinx from old Kelly there too, because he's like, Ooh, what team benefits most from long delays? Oh, the PK for sure. Face off, boom, score, score. bingo. <laughs> Silence <laughs> from Rudy. Silence. Map score. Second time in a week he's done that. Yeah. Been there before. <laughs> Been there before. How's yeah. Huberto doing this year? Uh, that was a, it was a tough watch last night. Mm. And, uh, the second game in a row, I was watching some uh, some hoops before the Flames game. Mm. So I watched the Flames game in a bit of a delay. Mm. So you guys were kind of texting about Sorry. the game. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. <laughs> and then like Maddie texts, oh, AJ Greer, oh no, that doesn't yeah. look good. And I'm like, what happened? <laughs> and then I'm just watching the game in delay waiting for the AJ Greer injury. I'm like, no, oh. what a world. And then I saw it. I'm like, good God, no. Well, you see it the first time, you're like, ooh, that doesn't look good. He's writhing, and he's grabbing his ankle, and then you see the replay, and you're like, oh, I never need to see that ever again. No. That's that's not. That's too much. Too much. Imagine yeah. getting it out of the boot. I don't want. No, they'd have to. What c- the hell was that? What they, are you doing? They'd have to oh cut off God. his skate. Ah! Yeah, probably. Ah! Yeah. Bro. Or they just leave his skate on forever so it doesn't swell up. <laughs> yeah, Why did that's- you- that's all I was thinking Just last take the night. blade off. Like, how are you getting that foot oh, out of that thing? God. Not good. Hope he's, he's right. been such a good player this year he for him. And he lost found... another fourth liner earlier in the day. Yeah. What's just fine? Well, I know, but it's the numbers the game. sucks. I yeah. get it. They're running out of bodies to bring up. Yeah. Full moon yesterday. Because <laughs> what? It's Ben Jones, Emilio <laughs> Pedersen would be the next two on the... Well, they called up Walker Dewar. Yeah, if you yeah. didn't hear, Nick DeSimone was picked up by the Devils. It's like, oof, they're thin on the blue line. Yeah, and, right. Uh, <laughs> and the Coyotes. Of course, up the Coyotes pick yeah, up a like, Flames on, play. Coyotes. Like, I went and looked right at the Coyotes depth chart, and I was like, well, right back to the fourth line for you. 
Yeah. There's nothing really in the top six that's open, certainly at the center position. So happy trails. Yeah, it's going to be, uh, well, Jacob Pelche is going to play for the Wranglers this weekend, so that's exciting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's good news. You got to wonder if Rooney's close, too. Yeah. And maybe he and then Ro- like Francis said Rooney and Pelche crash into one another. Yeah, at and, and, crack. and, and they both course. hit each other's shoulders. Uh-huh. Yeah, they were like, okay, we're good. <laughs> are you good? They fixed um, them. Are you good? good? Yeah. So that was, okay. They told me it fixed it. Yeah, that was all right. So uh, those guys are on the way. Yeah, there you go. I don't Inch know. I'm back. Trying to. Find a positive from last night. Yeah. Um, hey, the Muffin Man scored. <laughs> Third straight. Yeah. He's second in the NHL in goals for defensemen. <laughs> yeah, he is. Behind Rasmus Tallinn. Yes. Ridiculous. Seventh round pick. First overall pick. Same thing. Almost the same thing. Apples and oranges. <laughs> uh, all these fans go, we go to the lottery. Well, look, seventh round pick he traded for. Hey, yeah. It's, it's, they're, they're basically having identical seasons. For sure. I mean, um, Weir's only seven points or eight hey, points sh- back. Hey, Shillington made a return last night. Why didn't they talk about it? I'm just kidding. Like it was. <laughs> Why do you have to be like that? That was a great story. <laughs> it is a great story. <laughs> Six hundred and nine days between so games. Long. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, game five against the Oilers. Yeah, that was six hundred and nine days ago. Mm-hmm. Well, Two AHL games. Now. Yeah, that's it. And uh, like him up in the rush, skating was good. Yeah, Yeah, he was joining the rush like he usually does. Skating, he looked good. I thought that there was a little bit of maybe uh, puck touches that showed a little bit of rust, but I even saw that in the AHL when he made his debut down there. Osterley was getting benched there in the third, and he was double shifted. Which is is probably right. Yeah, (laughs) not that I'm hating on Jordan Osterley. I'm just, especially in that situation, just he's the sixth best. Defenseman on the team, yeah. At this current, I would say he's probably the seventh best defenseman on this team at the point. Sure, at this point. Um, this is what some fans want, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is this is what hey, you asked for. You're on Team Tank, like go watch that Columbus. game last night and ugh, go blowing back. a game against the Blues. Pesky like, Blackhawks coming in. You look at these last yeah. four losses; they were all winnable games. Oh. They were. Yep. They dominated the Leafs. Maddie and I were there like, whoa, Flames look good. Like, they looked really One good. One guy they, had a game. Yeah. They fumbled the puck at the blue line with their bottom pair against the best goal scorer in the league. Mm-hmm. And they haven't they haven't looked back since. Like, that play, I just, I just turned around the season because they blew that game, right? The Oilers, the bad luck behind the net. You're like, are you kidding me? That goes in. That was a crap bounce. The Hitting the ref. Well, Steve Kazari get in the way, and then Markstrom's like, "Whoa, you're 48 seconds away from that. at least a point against the Blues." Right. So you have your bot, you have your sixth, seventh defenseman out there in the last dying minute seconds, and a puck goes, deludes Markstrom, but and then Coleman was okay. Went off. Coleman, yeah, <laughs> like, off I don't know. Like, well, he came back. Yeah, okay, but who knows what his yeah. hands gonna look like yeah, today? That's fair. Well, After, and, and he you... made a ball hockey save with his hand <laughs> last night as the puck hit him right in the hand. Don't do I got that. a little pros and cons list I can share with you a little later on if you want. Okay. From yesterday's game. Why don't we do that at seven? Sure, we can do that. One of the cons is certainly Blake Coleman. Don't spoil anything. Well, like, okay, I won't spoil anything. And Lindholm got, you don't want Lindholm getting messed up. Yeah, you know, he, he, he got, got hit in the yeah, hand like, while he was going to the net with that like, shot from Coronado. Goodness. <laughs> I think Coleman's hot streak is over. Okay. Like what? Yeah. Why do you got to open the gift when we told you to wait a little bit? Wait till the family's I around. got a lot. This okay. one just came to me. It wasn't okay. even on the list originally. Oh, okay. All right. 
That's fair. But there was multiple instances in yesterday's game where he scores if he's still on the hot streak. Yeah. There was the one chance in the first period where he went to the left side of the net and then he had like a little jam try from down below the red line that also almost went in. And then later on in the third period, he had a one-timer opportunity. The other fanned on or missed the net. And I saw those three and I went, well, streak's over because everything he touched turned to gold for a moment there. And all three of those would have been in the back of the net a week ago, Mm. two weeks ago, the way that he was playing. Yeah. Sometimes you just get lucky for a little bit. Yeah. Well, he was on an incredible heater there for a long time. Yep. But uh, Flames lose 5-2 to the Jackets. Good Lord, don't lose to the Blackhawks on Saturday. That's just... They've lost three in a row to the Blackhawks. And Blackwell's <laughs> going to have like nine <laughs> points. They might as well fly Daryl Sittler in for might that game well. on Saturday night. Because I mean, they... Blackwell's going to be challenging that He's record. He's going to be on record watch. Yeah. yeah. Like... Three nothing to the Oilers last night, which the Oilers again didn't look all that great against Blackhawks. They've only won like a million games in a row. Exactly, they don't have to look good anymore. It's right? only fifteen. It's I don't like know what you guys only, <laughs> it's only fifteen. <laughs> only thirty of a possible thirty points in their last fifteen. Think about that. That's really good. <laughs> That's not bad. Just thirty points and out of a just, possible uh, thirty. Five back of Vegas. For home, they're going to win the division. I wouldn't bet against them. Well, I would probably take them over L.A. right now. Vegas, I don't know what the timeline is on a lot of their injuries, but boy, are they banged up and they're sliding a little bit right now. I still think Vancouver wins the division. I think they've got they did enough work early quite a on. bit of a lead there, and, and they haven't really slowed down. The no. Oilers winning 15 straight is great. And they're still 8-0-2 in their they're last They're not going to win. They're not going to win 45 straight. Right. So how do you know? <laughs> Stop it. Both of you. It's pro sports. I don't want to see <laughs> Anything that. Anything can happen. I want to see that. All right. Uh, we got lost on that poop sandwich of a game last night. That was the 5-2 loss to Johnny Goudreau. Medvedev. And the Columbus Blue Jackets. Oh, I'm aware of what's going on in the Australian what Open. A match. I'm very sour this morning. <laughs> what a match. <laughs> very sour this morning. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to your three wow, things from the Aussie yeah, Open. Wow, wow, wow. I'm sour. Yeah. Um, Frank Cervalli is going to join us. Yeah. Is he still in town? Is he back in? Oh, is he back home? Bad. I think he's back. He's he still here. Is he going to pop in and surprise us or something? Just moved to Calgary. Yeah, <laughs> it's his home. It's his home base now. <laughs> Cowtown. Do it. Do it, Frank. Um, yeah, King said last night everything's fine. We're not doing anything yet. So they said they're like, oh, everything's good. We're not going to make any moves. Who said that? Uh, Rob Blake. Oh. Oh, well, I wonder about Todd McClellan here. If this if this keeps going, you know, I always thought about Todd McClellan. Mm. Great head of hair. Oh, he's mm-hmm. yeah, very great, very nice salad. Thick, yeah, very thick salad. Like, Todd McClellan. Nice See, that's silver. what you get on this show. We talk about a coach's hair. <laughs> very nice salad. Because mm-hmm. he just signed uh, Todd McClellan. He's just signed through next season, so the Kings. That doesn't see. matter. I know. It's the one thing he's got going over Ryan Huska. Yeah, yeah, salad. It's all right. Um, at least Husk is not trying to hold on to something. <laughs> That's the worst. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like when the feathers are blown away, like don't try to hold on to the yeah, like, two feathers. You don't need a skirted egg yeah. or anything. Yeah. Like you're not that. like no. Jacques Lemaire. No. Who's like, if the wind blow, his hair would be like six feet high because of the comb. <laughs> Skull it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's it's got beautiful good hair. Comb. Rick Bonus has got good hair. He does have good hair. Um, yeah. 
for being the like the oldest coach in the NHL. A, lo- a little longer. Yeah, like he that. does have a nice salad. Yeah. I'm trying to think. Oh, Sheldon Keefe has nice hair. Oh yeah, Keefe's got good hair. Sheldon Keefe has nice hair. Jacques, um, Jacques Martin, like I, I don't know how he keeps it so brown. His hair club. It looks good. Uh, Jacques <laughs> Martin dying his hair. Hair club. <laughs> Jacques Martin. Uh, he looks like Count Chocula. <laughs> this is my favorite photo of Jacques Martin. Listen, I mean, <laughs> oh my God, have you ever had Count Chocula? Yes. You know, have Count- I had Count Chocula? Yeah, of course. Me- okay, but see, last what you time, guys don't oh, remember I don't is know. I remember when I was really young, growing up, and uh, Count Chocula, like the cereal, used to be like chocolate milk after. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah it yeah. was so. But like they, it used to be like super chocolate. Yes, better than Nesquik cereal. That's yes, sure. yeah. yes, yeah. Yeah, Trying I was think... so, always disappointed by Nesquik. Yeah, it was yeah, never yeah. chocolatey enough. No, it's, it's just white Commercial, milk. you're like, yeah. wow, look how chocolatey that milk is. Yeah, they darkened that You don't always thought it was weird, <laughs> strawberry milk. Yeah. yeah. A bit weird. Yeah. Yeah, you're my like, brother you like, liked it. Yeah, you, like, you drink strawberry milk? I feel like really? I went through like a phase where I had it for like a little bit. What, did you also mutilate animals at that time? Like well, drinking just a little bit. Milk? Yeah, but I got bit. over it. It's a gateway to serial killing. <laughs> I got over it. Uh, let's 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 throw it over to our milk expert. Strawberry GDP. milk. Strawberry milk, yeah or nay? I, I like strawberry milk. There you go. Oh, it's not yeah. like I have it all the time, though. You know what we should have done? We have some uh, milk to go. What type of milk don't you like? Uh, I don't got a list for you. Yeah. I, I'm in on milk. What about skim? What about I, milk alternatives? Milk alternatives like Get almond milk and yeah, stuff. Almond soy, Get all that crap. I mean, almonds okay, but I'd I'd rather just have the real stuff. Yeah, same, yeah, yeah, damn right. Um, we have uh, we're playing Flames Hot Seat. We don't have milk today. Um, oh, no. Is there a chance you could run and grab us some? Where <laughs> I don't know who's got it. Do they sell it? Uh, we got to get our milk guys back. No, you just need the little squirt bottle of strawberry. Oh no, uh, I don't think you can get it anymore. Can about- you? Do they even sell that? Like uh, syrup? I saw I saw the chocolate syrup yep, the other the day. Strawberry, I believe they do. I was looking for caramel syrup so I could make a mad Sunday. Oh wow. Found it. That's quick strawberry. Um, because we're playing Sunday fl- was good. We're playing Flames I Hot found Seat. Mini today. eggs that were mini, micro mini eggs. Yeah, here Put them on top too. Oh yeah. well, can you buy Nailed it. Oh no, I'm talking the syrup just to add. Yeah, this is the syrup. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wake up your milk. Oh, okay. Some strawberry. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think what other coaches have good hair in the oh, NHL. Uh, Paul Maurice. Mm, nice cut. Yeah, but he's not, it's not yeah, as thick as yeah, you know, no, he does have, it, it, it is coming. He's showing a little when bit. When Jeremy of Colleton was coaching the Blackhawks, mm. he was so young. Right. It still had all of his natural hair. Um, I didn't even have to die oh, at all. Who's the guy? Um, who's the guy who coached the Islanders and now he's with the Senators? I want to oh, say. Oh, oh God, uh, Phil Capuano. Yeah, ooh, yeah. Jack Capuano. Jack, Jack Capuano. Yeah, sorry. Bad salad on there. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, it's just That's a it. terrible. Yeah, like, he looks like he just like woke up. Looks like him, he combed <laughs> it with a motorcycle <laughs> to work. Yeah, he looks like he combed it with a pillow. Yeah, <laughs> essentially, <laughs> he rode a motorcycle. <laughs> rode him, hey, helmet head, no yeah. helmet. <laughs> yeah, back in the day where he's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. Brendan Moore's got a good head of hair. Uh yeah, it's okay. It's all spiked up. Rad to bad. Yeah. Mm. He's got he's got abs you could grate cheese on. Oh yeah. They had to lock the door at Michigan <laughs> State, the weight room. Damn he was right. always in there. Yeah. Just banging weights. Can't get yeah. enough. <laughs> Damn right. Crashing iron. You know yeah. how it goes. All right. Another day for the bod. 
<laughs> yeah, um, last night was a big poop sandwich all the way around. Banana milk reminds me of penicillin as a kid from the 80s. Yeah, I may, or, fair. Yeah. I may or may not be allergic to that. I don't know. Oh, okay. Penicillin or banana milk? Wait, did you say you may or may not be allergic to penicillin? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. There's alternatives. What do you mean you don't know? Oh, I was I got an allergic reaction. I was a baby. Well, then what did they use since. for antibiotics? For oh, you? so like if you went to the hospital and they were like, Are you allergic to penicillin? I go, you'd maybe. Say, oh. I've never been actually tested since. I've never had what it. What if it was like an emergency? Well, and you couldn't tell them. That's a good point. Mm. You should get that checked. Yeah. As someone with allergies, like it's pretty important. What yeah. are you allergic to? Peanut. Peanut. Oh, that's right. Carrying up pen. By the way, um, at the uh, to do. at the uh, at the old ball hockey rink, uh-huh. uh huh, in the bar they have uh, some peanut butter whiskey. Oh, and yeah, I, I've seen that. And I actually thought of you, I'm like Matt Rose can't do that. And then I just totally blanked on what you were allergic to. Yeah, but I did look at the peanut butter whiskey bottle. I'm like Matt Rose couldn't have this. Nope. What's the mix with peanut butter whiskey? Uh, jam. <laughs> okay, yeah, you're gonna have jam. <laughs> Can I get, do you have any mixed fruit jam I can throw in with my side of raspberry so I can jam? Suck this down. Something with like a like a strawberry smuckers, perhaps for like me. Like 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 you, you know, I guess Coke is the the fact like the the default mix, I guess. But what do you mix peanut butter whiskey with? I feel like uh, it's it a says, shot. Uh, cola or uh, uh, cream soda. Oh. Creams. Who orders no. cream soda? Oh, I don't at a bar? know. Exactly. I don't know. What, what bar? What bar? Has cream what bar soda? has cream soda? <laughs> yeah. it's like, uh, could I get a uh, peanut butter whiskey and cream soda? Yeah. Okay, uh, sir. You need to leave. Yeah. <laughs> you need. To I leave. don't need to see your ID. You, you got to go. Out of this bar right twelve. Away. You need <laughs> to get out of this bar right away. <laughs> peanut butter whiskey. Get out of here. <laughs> peanut butter whiskey. <laughs> get out of here. It's a good mix for peanut butter whiskey. <laughs> I feel like you just shoot it, like maple whiskey. I'm like, yeah, well, it's not really. Is it refined or is it like drink I can't, it, like, drink it, or, like, drink it over know. ice? Like, so, because like peanut oil, I can be around peanut oil. It's fine. One Super Bowl, um, my buddies brought over the uh, Maple Crown, and the entire basement sm- smelled like pancakes for the whole Super Bowl because <laughs> they were just hammering that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, are we having flapjacks for the Super Bowl? Flapjacks? Are we having nice hot super, cakes? That'd be a nice Super Bowl. Are we having <laughs> hot cakes? <laughs> Quickly, Maddie, don't even think about this. I want you to answer the first comes to mind. Which is better? Banana pancakes, chocolate chip pancakes? Chocolate chip. Okay, you didn't even hesitate. No, it's a joke I'm a banana question. pancakes guy. No. Um, every time that like I the- can have sweets over fruit, I'm going to pick sweets. It's not even close. It's like cake over pie. That's a dumb question. Hmm. So, so, yeah. Like, I, I, I am not, like, I love both because I have such a sweet tooth. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm a cake and pie. Sure. Cake eater. Yeah. Right on, like uh, from what was what was that movie? The cake was that from uh, Matilda? No, Mighty Ducks. <laughs> was that in the first Mighty oh. Ducks? You cake eater. Oh, okay. You cake eater. All right. Okay. It's been a banner for a second. <laughs> <laughs> all I'm thinking is that big chocolate cake from Matilda. Remember? You Mat- see Matilda? Matilda, like the with what's his name? Danny DeVito. Um. Oh God, I forget her name. Girl that played Matilda. Damn, I Danny DeVito? Yeah, he's in that. Oh, okay. Plays no, your dad. I don't think I've seen... Oh, yes, yes, yes. I know what movie you're talking yeah. about. All right. Yeah. Screeching halt this second. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see this LSU kid who <laughs> made 8,900 bets last year? Oh, what? Yeah, Keishon Butte. Yeah. He's a patriot now. Yeah. He's arrested. Just 8,900? Former LSU star who bet even on LSU games while he was at school. Oh, only nine thousand bets. Well, in at a least he bet year. on his own team. He didn't yeah. bet against them. 
I don't. That I don't know. See, that would be a problem. That if you I don't against know. them. Well, he might have. He might. Yeah, it's like, oh, I'm gonna fumble here because my because I need to get the spread. Here I just down. know he bet on certain games. Yeah, that included it's his Mighty club. Ducks. Thank you, mm. oh, Cake you Eater. Mm. Yeah, I know my Mighty Ducks. There you go. How awesome was Hans's uh, shop? Like where all the hockey equipment was, Hans. The, Remember and like, hey, like the museum type of look to it. Yeah, you know we you know what we only have we only have cages with the visor in the middle. It's the <laughs> only thing we got here. No full bubble, no full cage, just half cage, half visor. That's what we got here. That is a uh, anytime I see Classic that person early in beer 90s. league, I'm like I'm gonna avoid him. I'm gonna avoid. <laughs> Why him. is that? I feel like he could fly off the handle. Okay. If you guys, you think it's insane if you wear one of those? If you either got, pick cage or bubble, not both. Yeah. Well, at, at what point in your life do you go? Yeah, I want both. Okay. No. I just wouldn't trust him. Uh, what was um, what was what was the, what was uh, Joshua whatever's character name Charlie? What was his last name? Conway. Charlie Conway. So you think you're playing beer league against Charlie Conway, and he comes down and does the triple deke? You don't need to tip your cap because he has the half cage, half visor. No, I'm just saying I would avoid him because uh, they're the type of guys that I think, like, you know, you kind of bump them from behind, battling in front of right. the net, and they turn around and two-hand you in the top of the feet. Hmm. I just think they'd fly off the handle. Hmm. Um, GVP, have you ever passed eggs in a practice because you played hockey at a high level? No. Okay. <laughs> because if you could receive a pass with an egg, you could receive a puck. You think that would work? <laughs> Soft hands, man. Okay. All right. We got to get to break. I got plenty more to report. You, you know don't what? have to tap dance any more than you have to. No, I'm not tap dancing. You know what it is? Oh, really? No, I'm not tap dancing Oh, at this all. is planned? Yeah, I just... You know what it is? You know when somebody will pin something on their social media? Hmm. At the like, top. Yeah, like just pin it, right? Mm-hmm. I think we should pin this segment for our show because it's been great. Sure. Um, we got week. Frank Saravalli. Staple uh, it on. Frank Cervalli, um, I thought there, I thought yesterday was good. I thought we had a good show yesterday. Yeah, yesterday was probably the best of the week. Okay. Um, we got Frank coming up, and then uh, the Cobra, Big Show Flames analyst, Mr. Brent Cron will join us in studio at 8 o'clock. Hopefully, he's uh, owned up to his poem bet. Here's yeah. A poem. A poem. Yeah, hopefully. And uh, for the third time, we're going to play Flames Hot Seat. It's going to be hot. Yep. Get the sauces out. Yep. I'm looking forward to it. No video, though, unfortunately. Maybe yeah, a video component. We'll get the phones out. Get GVP to was, film it. It was supposed something to be. Like that. No, he's got to work the board. All do right. the drops. We'll figure something out. Yeah, I don't know. Will we? But uh, we're going to eat really hot sauces and talk about the flames. Call one of those pigeons. The, the From the Big Pigeon Show? Yeah. Is that what they called it? They opened up with it, yeah. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, okay. Again, lean into it. Mm. All right. Rose reports next. Flames <laughs> lose. Djokovic lost. Um, Hell yeah. Oh, sorry. No. Oh, please. Sorry. My Stop bad. pretending like you care. Let's go Come Italy. On. Shut up. All right. I just like to see it, George. No, you don't. I like an underdog story. I think you like that. I I, I, I like the fact that you just like to see me in pain. What? And no. Misery. That's not it. Why are you smiling? When no you way. Say that? Why are you smiling? I don't know what you... Because I can't help it. Yeah, you're smiling because you know I'm in pain. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. am. And, and you're taking joy in that. Yeah, in somebody you, else's pain. Schadenfreude. Yeah? Yeah, I love do you, it. Do you, also, do you yawn when somebody else is yawn? You probably don't because you're a sociopath. All right. What? What? A sociopath? Yeah. I just like when Djokovic loses. Okay. 
Surprised they didn't throw him in jail after, too. All right. He needed to drop that one in, didn't he? Yeah. All right. Well, it's true. Um, well, we just erased our memories from those two years. All right. It's a big show. Russ and Rose, Sportsnet 960, the fan. Cake eater. Hey, it's the big show, Russick and Rose, Sportsnet 960, the fan, live from Doug Lacey's Basement Systems, downtown studio. Frank Cervalli, 730. Brent Cron, big show Flames analyst, the Cobra, will slither his way. The, um, what do you, what do we call him? The solution snake? The solution Cobra? The snake. I thought we wanted the snake because of the alliteration. Yeah. I, uh, I trademarked that. So every time you use it, you have to pay me. Like mm. a, like a, a dollar? No, it's huge trademark. Oh. Mm. Huge dinero. One million dollars. Okay. Oh, hey. Can't call him that anymore. Just what? like um, <laughs> what? Just like uh, Michael Buffer. You say oh, you yeah. know what you say. You, you owe that guy some money. Mm-hmm. Are you ready to rumble? Yeah. Ever tell you the story of his brother, Bruce? Yeah. Bruce Ever tell you this story? No. Mm-hmm. We have time. It doesn't sure, matter. We got nothing going on at seven. We got nothing going on, full stop. Yeah, we just Flames lose 5-2 to the Jackets. That's pretty much it last night. I wanted yesterday to be Friday. I didn't want to talk about yesterday's game. We're just riding the train into the weekend. So um, one of my first uh, hosting gigs... Um, I did, uh, we had a poker show back way back when in Toronto. <laughs> oh, poker yeah. on the radio? No, yeah. but, <laughs> no, but, but again, it's about, it was, it's not about like, oh, did you see that, that pre-flop raise? No, no it's not like no, that. I get it. You interview the personalities around poker. Negranu. So, I've interviewed all yeah. those guys. Negranu, like, uh, Phil Helmuth, yeah. like Phil Ivey, like all the big, all the big poker people mm. I've interviewed. Mm. So Bruce Buffer was on our show. Bruce Buffer, big poker guy Bruce okay. Buffer. so um our producer at the time igor right igor igor right very big portuguese soccer fan big mm-hmm. leafs fan igor right not maybe not the best producer i've ever had in my life super really? nice guy but maybe producing wasn't his thing was he better or worse than pat was he like the producer board op uh no he no. was just the producer oh just the producer okay so uh, we go to, to Igor. Spot, sorry. Yeah, Igor is producing our show. Uh, it aired Sunday night. So we have Bruce Buffer on, the voice of the UFC, does, you know, whatever he said. It's time. It's time yeah. to move out. So we're like, hey, That's Bruce. the new ad. Yeah, Bruce was in the midst Capital of traveling. Direct. Capital like, Direct. <laughs> I, did the show with, uh, I did the show with Chris DeSero, a uh-huh. great guy, Chris DeSero. So he, Chris DeSero hooked this big interview up. We're going to have Bruce Buffer on talk about poker because Bruce is a big poker guy. Interview goes great, and we even asked Bruce, hey, can you do a promo for our show? He's like, I don't usually do this, but Chris is a buddy of mine, no problem, right? So we're like, hey, Igor, make sure when the interview's done, we, we say goodbye to him. It was recorded. Like, just make sure you hold him on the line for, like, 10 seconds so we can get him to do the promo. Like, it's time for the poker show. It's going to mm-hmm. be a great promo. Mm-hmm. So, okay, Igor, make sure you have him on the line Do we get this promo, Okay. We finished the interview, so we hear dead air. So all Igor has to do is pick up the phone and go, hey, Bruce, you ready for the promo? So Bruce is waiting to do it. All of a sudden, like 10, 15 seconds goes by, and I'm like, Igor, and Bruce just hung up because Igor didn't say anything to him. Oh, good. And then we missed the chance to do the promo. Oh. Because he just was totally oblivious. Igor. That. And we're like, we're like, Igor, like, do you remember the, the promo? Oh, right. I'm like. It was going to be an awesome promo, and he was going to really lean into it. And then he's like, he just hung up the phone because mm. Bruce is like, okay, I guess you don't want it. Click. 
And that was it. Huh. Poker on the radio. Hmm. There you go. We're the home old, to the UFC. We got to reach out to Buffer. The good old days. Promo yeah. for us. Okay. We, why not? You want Bruce Buffer on? Why not? He would never remember that if I asked him about it. Try and bring it full circle. Uh, full circle for you. Yeah, Bruce. I, I would interview Bruce Buffer. Full circle. Be interesting. Mm-hmm. I don't know if my story was that interesting, but <laughs> I I was hoping for more, but it's fine. It was okay. Yeah. It was probably like a three out. I of think 10. it would mean more if I met Igor. Um, you know, be better when, uh, you know, we're going to save, you have a good thing you want to talk about, uh, somebody did for a takeout order. Yeah. We're going to do that with Kron mm-hmm. because, uh, my brother has an incredible name that he uses, uh, for takeout. Okay. <laughs> like it's great. Okay. So That's we'll do good. that coming up with Brent Kron. Mm-hmm. Oh, and we'll talk about the flames blowing it against the jackets last night. Okay. So it's time and we're doing uh Frank and uh hot seat later. It's time for the uh, the Rose Report, and it's brought to you by MotorWorks. If you own a BMW, choose MotorWorks for service and repairs. They'll gladly match and then beat any competitor's price by 10%. Where, where's my read? Sorry. <laughs> uh, on 51st Ave and 3rd Street Southeast. It's like, I have, how many Rose. times have I done that? Matt right? Rose. Matt Rose. Adam Rose. Rose and blue. Matty Rose. Matty Rose and... Hey, friends, good morning, and welcome aboard as we get you going into the weekend. We get the Flames and the Jackets, part of a nine-game skid, four more tilts tonight. We'll tee up the conference championship weekend in the NFL. We'll check in on the Raps. We'll check in on the Jays. We got some golf. We got some tennis and all the local notes that your heart could possibly desire. We'll start with the Flames and the Jackets at the Dome yesterday, and hell yes, it was the return of one Oliver Shillington. Great applause every time he touched the puck. His first game in 20 months. The pop when he was announced as a starter. Fantastic. And just quickly, maybe a, a thought on the positive before we do get to uh, plenty of negative yeah, I, coming I, up, I, George, here. I thought it was really... Uh, and again, Shillington in the lineup for the first time in 609 days, which is crazy when you say that. I thought it was a really nice, classy move by Ryan Huska to start him, too. I thought that was really cool by the head coach. Yeah, you got that first shift with Chris Tanev, and then yeah. he was playing with Jordan Osterley for essentially the rest of the game. Uh, also, prior to the game, some more Flames news. Adam Rizicka and Nick DeSimone both sent down to the Wranglers? Um, I, I don't, I don't, I'm not, not. Quite... No. Both picked up on waivers. Adam Rzichka is now a member of the Arizona Coyotes, and Nick DeSimone is now a member of the New Jersey Devils. Like, I know we're going to get to injuries and how the Flames roster is really thin right now, but at least I don't get to frustratingly watch Adam Rzichka anymore. Like, you wish him the best. It, that guy just needs a change of scenery. It just wasn't working here. It's time to move on. It's time to go somewhere else. It's time to reignite your NHL career if you're Adam Rzichka. And I wonder if the team felt the same. Yeah. I think that... I wonder if there was an idea that he would get picked up. And it's, Even though we talked to Books and Books said, ah, hard pass. Yeah, Books said, and again, he's he's a guy that has, he has an eye for hockey. Um, at, well, it's not like the Flames didn't give him opportunity, right? It's oh, not yeah. like, oh, I wish they would have tried him here. Another they tried him games. everywhere. Yeah. And to get him going. And it just, just never really worked out. No. Nope. But that's fine. That happens. At least they, they gave it the old college try. Honestly, the DeSimone one's more disappointing because I really liked him as a top pair defenseman for the Wranglers. Oh, okay. That's essentially it. It would have been a nice boost for that club. All right. Oh, well. Uh, okay, into the game. 
Flames and Jackets. Overall, thought the Flames' first period was good. Some weird voodoo at the Dome yesterday. For instance, the opening goal. Clips it up in the air and out. And Chinikov will shoot it in. Markstrom loses it, and they score. Jacob Markstrom gets caught out of his net, and Yegor Chinikov picks up the puck and deposits it. Well, he got caught out of his net because the dump-in try goes off Steve Kazari and drops on the stick of Yegor Chinikov, and he's able to pot it past Markstrom as he scrambles Ugh. to get back in the net. A weird one. Yeah. Um, you know my favorite part about that whole goal was? Well, number one, it was a poop sandwich. Number two, did you see Chris Tanev's face? The yeah, double palm he just, like, looks at like the refs like, are you kidding me right now? Why aren't your Why is your ass not against the board, Stripes? What are you doing? Yeah. What it are happens. you doing right behind me? It happens. Yeah. Like, it very rarely happens, but... Again, t- that's not the reason why the Flames lost that game last night. No, but it didn't help. But also, if you're up 2 nothing at the end of 20 because they were way better in the first rather yep. than, than all of a sudden we're talking about a different game here. Yep. Uh, and by the way, uh, they did show Kazari apologizing to Markstrom during the TV timeout, Yeah, well, which I thought was nice. The least he could do. Well, was he going to give him like a massage? Like, yeah, it was nice. Hey, your your neck tight? Let me get that. Let me work that out for you. You got a kink in there? Well, I don't know, like three or four penalties the other way, like okay. at least. Yeah, like totally. Wait, refs throw do- away the integrity of the game. That's what I wanted to see yesterday, George. Refs do stuff like that? Uh, I don't know. Yeah. We got to get Tim Peel on and ask him. I've also Anyways, Tim Donaghy, the- by the way. Mm. Anyway, okay, go ahead. Uh, flames tied it five minutes later. Players just waiting for it to pop three, and it does. Shabani will grab it and drop it. Tweaker shoots and scores! Red hot, Mackenzie Weger has scored in back-to-back-to-back games. His 12th of the season ties this game at one. Do you know the Muffin Man? The Muffin Man? The Muffin Man. Yes, I know the Muffin Man. Who lives on Drury Lane? He's got 12 goals. That was a, you know, that was a goal score score. Remember when I remember when we talked about how his release is very similar to Austin Matthews? That, no, we that, said he changed the angle on yeah, one like Austin shot. Matthews would. So, like last night, he even kind of double clutched it for a split second, yeah, and still roofed it because that's what kind of release he has. He shoots like Austin Matthews. Listen, that's what we all said. Listen, all these all these analytics, expected goals, whatever. In the words of Dumb McLean, you know what's important? Goals. Yeah. And he's second in goals for defensemen in the NHL. Who had that at the beginning of the season? Nobody. And that was a beauty finish. And credit Mangiapane for just blindly throwing a backhand pass to the point. And tape to tape. Yeah, it was tape to tape. And Wee Dog just comes in. Bang. Bingo. Top corner. Suits it just like Matthews. Love it. Do Change the angle. The Muffin Man. Hey, just saying. 1-1 one, one, about six minutes into the game. Markstrom looked good when given the opportunity to make a save. But then later on in the Whoa. second. Oh, man. Another oopsie. A Crawley will shoot it in behind Markstrom's net as... Him and Weger collide. Flames goaltender clears it up the near boards, not out. Severson scores. For the second time in this first period, Jacob Markstrom gets caught out of his net. Who's he passing to? Here's the thing. Mackenzie Weger falls down in the neutral zone, as you heard at the start of the call. So the usual outlet for Markstrom wasn't there when he ah. looked for it. So as a result, he just started to he just tried to rim it as hard as he possibly could. But unfortunately, didn't rim it that hard. Usually, 
that thing is off the high glass and it's out. Instead, yeah. it drops perfectly on Severson's stick. He doesn't even have to stick handle it. Just rips it right. Just into rips the net. it right at the net. Yeah, and it's in. Well, I, I think I think the whole issue with that was just kind of the, the miscommunication a little bit behind the net. He could have uh, probably deferred backhand to Anderson the other way. Yeah. But typically, I think he's just used to Uyghur being there, and yep. he had fallen down, and he wasn't. And Luckily, we have a former professional goaltender in studio at 8 o'clock to break this play down. Mm. I wanted to ask you both this question. Mm-hmm. When it comes to puck handling, where do you think Jacob Markstrom ranks in the NHL? Oh. Is he a good puck handler? Is he yes. a bad? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, GVP saying. Uh, I mean, he gets caught out of his net quite often. He does. I don't That's think you I'm consider you a question. goaltender like that good at handling the puck. He's caught out of his net constantly. I don't think he's a bad puck handler, but I wouldn't put him up there with some of the better in the game. One of the I think that when he tries to do too much, it gets a little chaotic. I think one of the things that he does really well that always impresses me is the way he knocks pucks down behind the net and his ability okay. to stop them behind the net and leave them for his defenseman. Obviously, which a is skill. the basics though. Yeah, like, but so, you watch Ladar do it and you're like it's not even close. You yeah, watch but he's some a of the backup goaltender. Yeah, but uh, I'm I'm saying he's in the top third of that. You watch Dustin Wolf do it, he's amazing at it. There's a lot of goalies who can't get out and knock it down off the glass like the way Markstrom does. But actually handling it. And last night was another example that you just can't make that play. Like, it's it's tough. Like, it, those first two goals were tough to swallow for the Flames last night. Oh, yeah. That, like, they, yeah, they really deflated. were. What, yeah. what do you think of him as a puck handler, Patrick? I, I don't... That's one thing. I don't really evaluate that. I don't really follow that. I don't I, I wouldn't even know where I put him. I guess he's all right. He's not bad. Who's the best puck handling goalie in the I mean. NHL I right now? I don't know. <laughs> we always used to hear about Marty Turco and Mike Smith and, and all Marty and, how good, and Marty Brodeur. Murray's pretty good at it. The old guys, probably. Carey Price used to be decent yeah. at it too. Like who's the best puck handling goalie in the NHL right now? Uh, Swayman can Swayman looked really good against that well, game against the Jazz. Well, yeah. Did, uh, no, Allmark fired that punch. Yeah, Allmark, yeah, he has a goal. When he, like, put it, like, 15 feet in the air over everyone's head and just put it into the net. Bobrovsky's all right. Mm. I don't know. It's not something I really it's, look it's, for. It's, it's not what I look teams. at for with goalies. Okay. So. Yeah. Flames did get that one back, too. Rubino trying to poke it oh, back no. to Desiree. It drops it to Kadri. It leaves it behind for Anderson. Anderson. Far quarter to Kadri. Kadri back to Anderson who winds and fires and is stopped by Tarasov. Rebound, they score! Connor Zeri picks up the rebound and buries it. Yeah, sure does. Zeri and Coronado both hanging out on the doorstep. Able to knock that one home is Zeri. Tie game into the first intermission. And minus a couple weird goals, a solid period for the Flames. Second, not as good. Uyghur got banged up on a late hit by Jack Roslovic. Important to note for later is that one went uncalled. Flames earned an early power play, but for the second straight game, disaster struck. Rubino trying to poke it back to the blue line to Anderson, but his pass is picked off, and now we've got a 2-1-1. Texier in, shoots off the post, rebound, he scores! Another fortuitous bounce for the Blue Jackets as Alex Texier rips the puck off the post. It bounces right back to him. And he puts it into a wide-open Flames net. That was a great play by him. He caught the puck and then just, like, hammered it into the net. And dropped it and knocked it yeah, in. Yeah, that's a very nice play by him. I don't know if you remember Texier, but he did a whole bunch of, like, YouTube trick shot type of stuff back in his draft year. So oh, I wasn't overly surprised that he was able to show that type of hand-eye. Um, 
We talked about puck handling goaltenders, uh-huh. which is a very enthralling conversation that I brought up. Yeah. Um, how soft was that play by Huberto on the boards there? Yeah, not good. Oh my. And is it me or he wasn't? The camera skating? went right to Huberto like after that goal too. And he wasn't skating hard enough back. No. Hell like, no. You make that play like, and you could tell he was mad. He dropped a big time f bomb, and I think that contributed to the penalty he takes later on in the game as well. The frustration was building up for Huberto, who has been better lately, but that play was super soft. That line hasn't boards. been as effective no, over the course hasn't. of this uh, skid here that no. the team is on. But really, they're not the only ones that have kind of fallen off a bit of a proverbial cliff here. Greer got hurt after that as well. He uh, took a tripping penalty. Mm-hmm. His toe kind of get caught up against the boards as he's going in. Uh, listen, if your stomach turns easily, don't bother going to try and find this one. No. Um, it looks like a bad, bad ankle Most injury. importantly, they've lost two fourth liners in one day. I don't know when he's going to be back. Yeah, and, and you know what? He's had such a good season for the Flames. He's a guy that they just picked up on waivers at the beginning of the season. Kind of a lot, bit of a lottery ticket that's been great. One of the only the guys that Flames. can scrap. Yeah. He's been the linchpin of that fourth line, although it's been a revolving door. And of all the guys he's played with, I wonder how many guys he's played with this season. I mean, for the t- for a team that does not throw hits a lot, we want more from Klapka, but we're not seeing a lot of hits. This team is not physical enough to to carry themselves deep into a into a run here. I think, and you're seeing that right now with the type of players they have. And there's nobody they can call up. I, mean, I guess Gallant. You know, call up Mid- uh, Gall- no. Alex Gallant. No, like or not Alex Gallant, but like still, Alex like, Gallant. Sorry, yeah, that's Alex his name. Gallant. Yeah. yeah. But like it's going to be like Pedersen or Ben Jones or Pe- Peltier or Rooney. Like that's where it's going right now. Yeah, it's, it's a shame because he's been so good for the Calgary Flames this season. Uh, by the way, um, after uh, that penalty, the shorthanded again, the Flames don't score because they never do when you get scored on shorthanded. That Markstrom save on the uh, Chinnikov breakaway was great. That again, we won't talk enough about because of all the poop sandwich goals that went in last night. But that breakaway kept them in the game too. Markstrom made several really nice glove saves over the course of the evening. Into the third, Flames just unable to muster much of anything. Pretty disappointing puts in the third. Huberto pasted Roslovic into the boards. Great job drawing the boarding penalty by Roslovic. He was leaking like crazy, so that one got bumped up to a major, Mm. and that was the game. Jackets scored on the power play, and they got an empty enter. The Jackets win at 5-2, and we'll see if Huberto ends up with any supplemental discipline as well. Okay, so the Huberto play was... It was a penalty. Yep. I would say it's a charge. I'd say it's a board. He's... he's Tomato-tomato. Okay. Sure. Roslovic turned. Like, you have to protect yourself, too, at some point. He turned to me on purpose to either draw a penalty or shield himself. He was trying to draw a penalty. He sees Huberto coming the entire way. He shoulder checks and he sees him coming. And, and then he turns. does and then he does nothing to protect himself. Right. You can see him purposely keep his hands down to not protect himself so he can ragdoll after he's hit like that. Yeah. And then visor know. cuts his face bad, yep. which isn't nice. But GVP, he pops up immediately. Dirty hit or not? Nah? Um well, just on, on Matty's point about protecting himself, this is a guy who's on his off wing, and he's feeling pressure. He's not necessarily trying to draw a penalty in my mind there. He does turn just because he is on his off wing. He's trying to pitchfork the puck out of the zone. A better play there from Huberto would be trying to take away Roslovic's hands rather than throwing a shoulder check there in my mind. It, it's kind of on both players at that point to avoid that play. It's on Roslovic to kind of protect yourself a little bit better and 
not just not to do that and not bail on sure of just pitchforking it out and Huberto to just be a bit of a smarter player in that situation I'm, I'm, and not I'm, take out some of his frustration late in the game there like I'm not absolving Huberto of any responsibility on that play but that was not a major penalty, in my opinion. And the refs even looked at it. I also, right on the numbers, though, right? Like that's kind of but, the but letter again, of the law. But again, because he, I, I understand it's a, it's a kind but of the black or white. Well, starting he's to bleeding. Take, the league too. isn't like they need. Yeah, I agree. They need to look at the guys because this, this is not just Roslovic. This happens yeah. a lot where guys are turning happen. and they're like two feet away from the bar. Obviously, Roslovic was two feet spot away from on the, the ice, a couple feet away from the boards, and he turns. But until the league starts saying, "Hey, players, start protecting yourself yeah. a little bit better," the refs are going to call that and, a boarding and call. Obviously, obviously, We've it talked? has something to do with the Uyghur hit earlier too that Roslovic had, which was super late, and Uyghur was kind of banged up on it. That's it why probably should have been called. Huberto probably picked the hit over going for the hand. Sure. Like, uh, I, I, sometimes in those plays, it's on both players to turn that into a 50-50 puck battle rather than just trying to like just put like press the body up. in that play, right? Yeah. yeah. So, uh, he wanted his pound of flesh and maybe took about a kilogram instead of a pound. Eaten. Away she goes. A little early holiday for you. Uh, <laughs> next game in the final game before the bye week, and then the All-Star break coming up on Saturday night. Uh, the Blackhawks coming to town. Tough day for the Flames. The pros, Oliver Shillington returned. Oh, uh, wait, we were going to do this yeah, after the break. Okay, yeah, sorry. Your pros and cons list. Uh, bah, 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 bah. Okay, that transitions us into last night's skid. My goodness, where'd the time go? Uh, Blackhawks were in Edmonton to face the Oilers. Drysaddle on a 14-game point streak. The Oilers on a 14-game win streak. You got to give it to the Oilers through this win streak. There have been many games where they have not been carried by their superstars. Yesterday, that was not the case. Face off to the right of Pickard. Rimmed by Bouchard. We'll get it out to center. It's into the skates of Korchinski. It's knocked free. Brought in by McDavid. Down the left wing to Hyman. Scores! Zach Hyman makes it 2 nothing Edmonton. Yeah, they win 3 nothing. Three points each for McDavid and Dreisaitl. McDavid's got a 17-game home point streak. Dreisaitl's on a 14-game point streak overall. The Oilers have allowed three or less goals over this entire Win streak. Calvin Picard stopped 27 for the shutout. It's his first NHL shutout since he stopped 31 of 31 against the Rangers as he was a member of the Flyers in November of 2018. That was over five years ago. The fifth career shutout for Mr. Pickard. Oilers Good for Calvin Pickard. Oilers win again. 30 out of the possible 30 points. Got Nashville Saturday. <laughs> in their last 15 games. Think about that. <laughs> like when you say it like that. Dude, like, that's a lot of points. Dude, it's funny. That sounds more impressive than 15 straight wins is 30 out of a possible 30 points. Mm-hmm. How many points do the Blackhawks have? Uh, 37. 30. Oh, get out of here. Yep. San Jose and Chicago so both have 30 that. points. Yeah. On pace it's, for They've done it the entire year. The yep. Oilers have done that in 15 games. Yeah. <laughs> And you know what? I still Chumps. don't believe in the Oilers. Yeah, I could. Okay. Uh, Oilers and Canadians. Oilers, Canes, Stanley yeah. Cup final. So that's I mean, what I keep hearing. It's GVP's Cup. Really? Oilers, Canes? Yeah, that's what I had. Okay. Hey. Everyone loves the Canes every year. Cole Caulfield's on a heater. Sure he is. Engball for New York. Chased back into his own end under pressure. Flips it near side, but turned it over. Chance for the Canadians. Dancing in the middle. Caulfield shoots and scores. Four goal for Cole Caulfield and Greg. Yet another turnover by New York leads directly to an even strength goal for their opponent. All right, George, I got some trivia for you. Okay. Eight game point streak for one Cole Caulfield. 
He is the fourth Habs player to record an eight-game point streak at age 23 or younger. Who are the other three that recorded an eight-game point streak at age 23 or younger? Mm, all time? With the Habs. Um, Stefan Richet on that list? Nope. Uh, Mark, of, oh, uh, Matt Snazlin. Nope. Koivu. Nope. Hmm. Maurice Richard. Nope. John Beliveau. Nope. Guy Lafleur. Nope. Steve Shutt. They were in the 90s. Oh. And uh, one was recent. Oh, was really? Um, Vincent Domf. No, it is. No, no he was older. 23. No. no. Uh, Gilbert Dion? Yes. In 93, 94. He when had he an scored that overtime goal in Buffalo and pointed to himself when he yeah. tipped it and yeah. the guys didn't like it on the team. <laughs> sure. Gilbert Dion? Yeah, so that's one of them. Okay. Um, Paul DiPietro? No. Sergey Kostitsin? Uh, nope. 92, 93, and 2018, 2019 are the years. 28. Nick okay. Suzuki? Nope. No? Wasn't there yet. Oh, wasn't there yet. Huh? 93, under 23 years old. I said Paul DiPietro. Wasn't Paul DiPietro? John LeClaire. Damn it. Wow. And then they traded him and Eric Desjardins. Oops. Max for Mark Recchi. And Max oh, Max Domi. Also, didn't know Mark Recchi was an assistant for the Blue Jackets last night? I did not know that. Rex. Good for Mark Rex. <laughs> Rex. <laughs> Monaghan scored twice, including the game winner. Yeah. Yep. Great ovation for Patrick Waugh. And Brendan Gallagher is going to get a long oh, vacation. Send him away. Woof. Send him away. That was maybe one of the worst of his career. That was the opposite of what Huberto did. Yeah. <laughs> chicken wing. Yeah. yeah. Chicken wing, chicken wing. Um, are we really home. sure that Lindholm is Chilling that much more valuable than Monaghan right now? I'm Like saying- right now. Yes. Okay. Because you have a chance to sign Lindholm long-term if you trade for him. That's fair. I'm just saying for the immediate help for a playoff team making a run this this postseason. Winnipeg mm-hmm. will give you back Montreal's second for him. Okay. I'm just, that's something we can ask Frank coming up at 730. Sounds good. Bruins and Senators. Chabot scored a power play goal late in the second. Tarasenko scored a power play goal late in the third. That tied the game at two and sent this one to overtime. Here's Coyle. Brady Kachuk almost scores one way, Marchand, the easy bury the other way. That's just how it goes some years. The Bruins have reached 30 wins in just 48 games. They are 39-9 and on the season. No other Eastern Conference team has less than 14 regulation losses. Wow. That would be the Leafs and the Panthers. Ducks and the Stars. Dallas had not beaten Anaheim in 10 straight games at home. Anaheim, no wins in Dallas since October of 2015. If you want to see why our boy Patty Dumas loves Adam Henry, go watch yourself the Troy Terry goal. Silverberg scored 12 seconds into the third. That gave the Ducks a 3-2 lead. Stars were completely outplaying Dallas all game. Anaheim first and third goals were very weird. Haskinen would tie the game midway through the third, sent it to overtime, and the Ducks were trying to break the longest streak in the NHL. Defensive zone draw, so first possession of overtime for Dallas. Here's Harley charging ahead. Thomas Harley, he scores! Yeah, if you don't know him already, um, yeah, young Thomas Harley. Tommy Harley, Harley Jarvis. (laughs) 
Harley Jarvis. <laughs> I'm already so late. You can't be thrown. I think you should leave references at me. Only, only, he's the only blue liner with two overtime goals. 38 seconds. It's his 10th of the year, and the streak keeps going for Anaheim. They haven't won there since 2015. <laughs> First time. <laughs> of course, the Flames uh, did not do well in Anaheim for a very no. long time. Yeah. Uh, the Predators beat the Wild 3-2. to two. Nikita Kucherov went off as the Lightning beat the Coyotes. The Hurricanes scored three straight, able to hold off the Devils' third period flurry. They went at 3-2. to two. And Dylan Larkin's point streak is now at 10 straight games as the Flyers lost to the Red Wings 3-0. Alex Lyon stopped 30 of 30. He's 7-2-1 since January started. The only better netminders in that time are... Skinner at 9-0, and Demko at 8-1. Hmm. The Red Wings are 3-0. They're 7-2-1 in their last 10. Guys, I am worried that the Eastern Conference playoff race is almost dead. The Devils and Islanders are four points out of a playoff spot. They're both slumping, and the Red Wings are getting hot again and might have that gap to 10 points by the time February's over. So between the Red Wings, Sabres, and Senators, it's the Red Wings. The Red yeah, Wings won. It's pretty much done. Yeah. From the NFL, let's tee up mm. championship weekend, uh, George. Real quick. Yeah, please hit Flames me. Flames lost 5-2 to the Blue Jackets last night. Yeah. If you're just you, tuning in. In case you missed the first part of the morning report, <laughs> yeah. it's at 6.30. Okay. It, we went long. Yep. It was chaotic. <laughs> One o'clock on Sunday, you got the Chiefs and the Ravens. The Ravens Ooh. are favored by four points. The total is 44 and a half. Debo Samuel practiced yesterday. That's not relevant for this game because he plays for the 49ers. But... <laughs> Great, great injury report. On Maybe, the Mark, Andrews. Maybe yeah, Mark Andrews. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Mark How Andrews is going to play. Yeah. Thoughts, play. Ravens and Chiefs? Take it away. Ooh. This is Lamar's time. This is Lamar's it has time, to, man. Well, we talked about it had to be Josh Allen's time, and <laughs> yeah. he couldn't get it done. Mm -hmm. And Lamar needs to slay the dragon that is Patrick Mahomes, mm -hmm. the Chiefs. But talk about a team that, you know, defending Super Bowl champs, people don't expect the Chiefs to win that game. No, they got the championship pedigree going That's through. That's the thing. Right? I, I, but the thing with this Ravens team, that defense. It's Those linebackers, man. Patrick Queen, Roquan Smith, their D linemen. You I got love, Kyle Hamilton in the secondary. I love that quote. Arthur Malott. Smith said this week. He's like, I, I I was always a Raven. I just didn't know it. <laughs> love that. From who? Arthur? Roquan Smith. Oh, I thought you said Arthur. No, Smith. not Arthur Smith. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> no. Excuse me. Where did you get Where did you get Arthur? Where did you get Arthur from You're Roquan? I was You're reading Smith. it and then I I wasn't really what? listening. I just heard Smith okay. and I kind of you know I check right. in, I check out. A little bit I of got a revolving FedEx, door over here. And now I want the Ravens. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, Lions 49ers, 4.30. The Niners hey, are favored by... Yeah, what's what's Debo Samuel's... Uh, uh, Debo Samuel practice yesterday, okay. believe it or he not. He was running. Yeah. I saw him do some running with the All ball. Right. George Kittle clapped for him. <laughs> I think he's playing. Great. Shoot him up. It's a game. We'll get to the Super Bowl. He's playing. Yeah. Wait, do they have tort all in the NFL? Damn right they do. Pink pills, baby. <laughs> yum, yum, yum. 49ers favored by seven. The total set at 51 and a half. I have a clip here, George, and I'm interested. Um, it is Dan Campbell. He's talking about the offensive mentality. It's eight seconds long. What do you predict he says? Uh, we got to smash him in the mouth. 
They have a mentality about the way they do it. You can't do what they do without the mentality either. I mean, it's it's physical. There's nothing easy about what they do. Yeah, it's all about the mentality. It's all the mentality. Physical. Is mentality. it just like that commercial with the toothpaste when they keep talking about enamel? Enamel. Oh, the worst. <laughs> enamel. And it just goes, it well, it repairs your always damaged enamel. enamel. And the enamel. Why and your enamel. Like that? You never get your enamel back. And your enamel <laughs> is damaged, a- and this helps your enamel. And your enamel. I have a serious problem with whoever produced that commercial enamel. that didn't say, ma'am, you got to say that differently. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Enamel. You're doing that wrong. Okay. You, know, you want to be competitive in the playoffs. You want to have a chance to really go all the way. Damage you your enamel. Uh, I believe that, you know, because you're not always going to get the one seed. You know, that's that's the uh, yeah. uh, cream of the crop. That's the cream of the crop if you're the one seed. That's just how it goes. Man Campbell biting kneecaps. Hey, the Falcons. Man Falcon. Campbell? Yeah. Man, Man Campbell. MCDC. Yeah. Okay. Is that the first time you've heard that? Man Campbell? Probably. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he is the man. Yeah. Definitely. Hey, the Falcons have a new head coach. It's not Bill Belichick. Oh. Raheem Morris, former for coach for Atlanta, including the interim in 2020. He was also a head coach for the Bucks back in like the early 2010s. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not uh, good. He, he was in L.A. as the DC, DC for the last three years and won a Super Bowl. Yeah, he's been deserved a lot of talk around the league. Uh, Raheem Morris was bound to get another job, and I'm glad he lands back in Atlanta. He's a hell of a defensive coordinator. I know it's not Belichick. and I, Maybe if it's ageism, I don't know, but I don't think Bill's going to be getting a job. You know how I feel like about hiring defensive guys first? Mm. <sighs> I like I'm, I like my head coach as more of an offensive-minded guy for sure, but, I mean, hell, Bill, Bill Belichick's defensive-minded head coach, but I don't know. It's all about the play calling. If he calls it a good defensive play... Calls, then that's half the they battle. Have a good, they have a good, yeah. They have a defense. nice defense there. Yeah. Panthers' new head coach is Dave Canales. High it. football IQ, energy guy, and a problem solver is how he's described by the okay. Panthers' website. He yeah. was the Look. offensive coordinator in Tampa Bay before. Remade Baker. Now he's got Bryce Young. Yeah, I, li- I like Dave Canales. Uh, quick rise. Dan Morgan knows him from his days in Seattle. Uh, he helped build up uh, Seattle's offense as well. Young guy, too. 37 as well. As well, so I think this goes along with uh, how Carolina wants to do things. I know it's not an alpha, which I think would have mattered a little bit more there uh, because of David Tepper and how he likes to own. Hopefully, there's no meetings every Monday with Dave Canales. Mm. Well, and the thing is about the Panthers too; their defense is it's pretty keep, good. Oh, they got some ballers out there. Averro, they, they need to improve their offensive line so that kid doesn't run for his life. Like Burns is a sicko. Jero Averro is not going to get a head coaching job this circuit go around, but watch for him next year. Like this is a guy. It's another one that's up and coming in the in the DC land, uh, There's landscape. Two more head coaching spots available: Seattle and Washington. Adam Schefter saying yesterday neither team is expected to hire anyone until next week after Sunday's conference championship yeah. games. Available coaches would include Bill Belichick, Mike Vrabel, Pete Carroll, Aaron Glenn, Ben Johnson, Anthony Weaver, Mike McDonald, uh, Ajiro Evero, who you just yep. mentioned, Dan Quinn, and Bobby Slowick. It sounds like Ben Johnson's going to eventually be the Washington head coach. They're just waiting for the Lions. But again, what if the Lions get to the Super Bowl? Are you going to wait until February 12th to bring him into your, yeah. into your office? I, if he's your guy, who cares? I guess, but yeah. I, it's a long build there in Washington. Because like, isn't there certain legalities where like you're not even really allowed to talk to players and do certain things like that in the offseason? You, you can go in, you can get your office ready and that type of stuff. They, but they play, uh, teams that coaches that are involved in the playoffs can interview in person during divisional week, mm. um, and then after that, I mean, you can do it. I think it's all whatever works for their schedule. 
Let's switch to the MLB. Jock Peterson signed with the Arizona Diamondbacks. Was he on your radar for the Jays? No. Uh, wouldn't have hated it, but it's a not it's not a move that's gonna But again, power left handed bad, right? That's true. And that's something and I like the move by the Diamondbacks. Another good move by the Like a team that got so scorching red hot, <laughs> rode it all the way to the uh, World, the World Series. Series. <laughs> that's a team that's on the rise, and that's a good solid signing by Arizona. I like it. From the NBA. Thank you, Doug. Thank you, Doug. Raptors play tonight. 5.30, take on the Clippers. Yep, Sportsnet Kawhi's one. Back. Kawhi makes his long-awaited return. No, he's been back. No, so he's, he's been, been back, back once. Yeah. 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 I don't think he cares that much. No, he no. doesn't. Yeah. What are we talking about? Yeah, he's like, hey. What are we talking about? How brought, are we supposed to play? I brought you a championship. You're welcome, and that's it. Yeah, wave to me. You'll probably build a statue of me, you know, with the with the four bounce with the shot, squat. and that's it. Yeah. yeah. While well, he's watching the ball go in. Yeah. And you Joel will be, be crying as he's walking off the floor. <laughs> so sad. Yeah. So sad. Anything else from the association catch your eyes, lad? Uh, uh, Nick's destroying the Nuggets. That was awesome. Doc um, Rivers signed a $40 million deal with uh, the Bucks. $40 they now, million. They now got three coaches on their payroll. Yeah. Hell yeah. That's crazy. Uh, I saw the uh, the Pacers hammered the Sixers last night, and Pascal Siakam looked good. Almost had a triple-double. Yeah, Pascal's going to fit well there. Trips dubs. Yep. Hell yeah. Tory Pines with the Farmers Insurance Open. <laughs> All my friends are dead. <laughs> I shouldn't like that clip as much as I do. It's, so it's too funny. <laughs> All my friends are dead. I like the nervous laugh at the beginning, too. <laughs> All my friends are dead. <laughs> and like, I'm surprised. Like, why do people continue like, to yeah. laugh after they heard that? Did he say that? Is that what he said? Did we hear him okay? Oh, it's Gary Flair. What? Are they? <laughs> it's actually round three today as they make way for the conference love championships that. in the NFL. I love that. Steven yeah, Jaeger of yeah. Germany, your clubhouse leader, 12 under par, one stroke lead over Nikolai Hogard. Matt Hughes, seven under. He's your mm. top Canuck. George, what's up at the Australian Open? This darn thing still going on? Yeah, what the hell? Um, heartbreak uh, for this guy. <laughs> really? Um, for the first time in over 3,000 days, oh. Novak Djokovic lost at the Australian Open in four sets to Yannick Sinner who's on his way to his first Grand Slam final. He will meet Danil Medvedev, who uh-huh. outlasted Alex Zverev in five sets wow. to punch his ticket to the uh, final, looking for his second major championship. Uh, it's Jen and Sabalenka in the ladies' final tonight. And one more little quick note on oh, the a men's tidbit? final. Um, this will be the first time since 2005 in Australia that Djokovic, Nadal, or Federer will not be in the final. Damn. End of an era. Sinner, Medvedev. I would say it's an end of an era. It's not. What do you mean? Yeah, Nadal it, and Federer are essentially yeah. retired. I would not be surprised if Djokovic wins it next year. Yeah, but we're talking about the three of them. The as streak. A whole. Yeah. I understand that it's you have good, a, a, what we're getting at is there's going to be less of Djokovic winning these. I think. Oh, well, yeah, like it's the guy's yeah. thirty. Well, and years the era was constantly at a major. One of the three is going to yeah. be. Two oh, yeah. of the three are going to be battling. Yeah. Now it's him and. Whoever Again, it is. Would you be shocked if Djokovic won the next three majors? I wouldn't. I don't know anything about tennis, so okay. I wouldn't be. I like to we got a ways to go to May. Got to stay healthy. Hey, the Wranglers play this weekend. Hey, guys. Welcome to my stall. <laughs> That's Dustin Wolf. <laughs> Your nope. netminder for the Calgary Wranglers. That's yeah. really natural. Hey, guys. Welcome to my stall. <laughs> Welcome to my stall. Welcome to my stall. Welcome to my stall. It kind of sounds like a Jimmy Fallon character. <laughs> Welcome to my stall. Welcome to Welcome my, my stall. stall. Hey, guys. Hey Welcome guys. to my Yo, stall. Welcome to my stall. They visit the Barracuda tonight.
8 o'clock and 7 o'clock tomorrow, Jacob Pelche expected to make his Wranglers debut as per Eric Francis. Might be needed sooner rather than later after they lost Greer and Rizichka in one day. As for the Hitman, they host oh. the Wheat Kings at 7 o'clock tonight. We'll have that on Sports at 960. They also host the Pats for Sunday fun day. That's the Cron Bowl. 2 o'clock uh, Sunday. The Cron Bowl. I'll have that one Wheat for Kings you as well. Wheat Kings and Hitman. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure they think of it that way. <laughs> Roughnecks off this weekend, but Captain Jesse King launching a new community initiative, Goal for Gold program, benefiting the Believe in the Gold Childhood Cancer Foundation. For every goal that King scores, YesTV is going to donate $50, and the Roughnecks Foundation and King will donate another $20 each. He's got eight goals so far and has raised over $700. Oh, that's nice. They got a doubleheader next weekend with the New York Reptide for the Every Child Matters game being the first of the two games on Friday. They also have the Superhero game on Saturday. I forget who that game is against. The New York Riptide? Yeah. yeah. Is that a new team? I think yeah. so. No, Last year? A couple of years now. A couple of years. They're not a brand they new team. They play on Long Island. They play at the old the Coliseum still. The Toronto oh. Rock in town for their uh, Super Bowl of Hamilton on yes, Saturday. Which is hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Also, the Stampeders had uh, another signing. That octopus certainly is, is all about business. Uh, Sharif Finch. 6'4", 250 pounds. He's from Queens. He went to Temple. Mm. 28 NFL games. The Texans, mostly, but also with the Jets and the Saints. Played for the XFL Seattle Sea Dragons last year. Uh, You can actually find a really nice story about him on ESPN if you search for Sharif Finch. It's by Teron Davenport. Mm. He has 21 siblings. Wow. And uh, what? unfortunately lost both of his parents kind of in those formative late high school college years. And, uh, yeah, it's a really great story. I, I don't want to share all the details from it, but, yeah, you Google Sharif Finch, six of them are, like, direct, same mother type of siblings, and there's a whole bunch of stuff on the go there. But, yeah, 21 siblings. Incredible. And uh, now he's going to be a member of the Calgary Stampeders. They love their Temple Owls. Yeah, and he's going to be another guy who kind of fits in on that D-line. Yeah. They're really mm-hmm. focusing on adding bodies in there and making sure that's kind of one of their strong uh, mm-hmm. units this season. And, frankly... That's where you win games. And good night and good luck to you, sir. Uh, terrific stuff, Matty. The Rose Report is brought to you by Motorworks. Little you want to BMW, choose Motorworks for service and repairs. Gladly match and then beat report. any competitor's <laughs> price by 10% on 51st Ave and 3rd Street Southeast. I'm coming for you, bro. I'm going to take the morning. I'm going to take the opening take segment next. It's just going to be about 90 minutes of morning report. So, so this is what we're going to do. We're going to talk to Frank Cervalli. Yes. We're going to do our big bets to wrap up the hour. Mm-hmm. Brent Cron's going to join us in studio. Matt is going to do his pros cons list with Brent Cron in studio. Yesterday's day, yeah. Yeah, and then we're going to play um, Flames Hot Seat at like 8.40-ish, 8.35-ish. All right, we got a plan. It's the Quicksand Show. <laughs> Russick and Rose, Sportsnet 960. Weekend's the fan. in sight, baby.